Mueller and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Well, hello there, and how are you doing? It is Tuesday. It is noon o'clock, Eastern Standard Time. And we know this is SNR, so that can only mean one thing. You have Moats and Euler. Yes, that's Arthur Moats and Wesley Euler for the next two hours, or if you're checking us out in podcast form, for this whole episode, you will have the good guys with the good hair. Shout out to my partner in crime right there, Wesley Euler. Man, first off, baby, how we living? How What's are up, we living? Hey. It's a, you know, it's a Moats Host Tuesday, baby, so you know we ride a little bit slower. We ride a little I bit like cleaner. It. Drive slow, homie. This is how we do it, man. Shout uh, out to Yay. Uh, you know, it's it's been it's weird. It's been almost a week since we've been on the microphone together. A little, uh, little bit of a uh, an elongated pause here at the end of training camp. It was kind of weird because I went from seeing you like every single every day, day to like I didn't see you for like four days. And I, I got sad a little bit, man. <laughs> we were texting each other pictures. It was weird, bro. We were. We were. Yeah, it was. It was like, well, wait a second. What do we do till Tuesday? All this time off. That's not normal this time of year. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be back in the saddle with you. I know we've got plenty. I know you want to discuss from Saturday. We're getting closer and closer and closer to regular season football. It's, I mean, not just that now. Don't you stop it. Just getting well, closer. To we got another preseason game. I mean, too, but, on but, but 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 what? It's something that's going to happen after the preseason game, but probably before that opener. College football that we just got a report about from one of our, you know. Local media guy saying that a guy could be getting a deal done. It might be happening soon. Could the countdown begin? I think it might be on. That's all I'm saying, man. So, so before we get to our college football, before we get to this preseason game, before we get to that regular season game, we know that it's something else is happening potentially. Hope so. Maybe you got to start with your with your brethren here. Come today, on, man. You know you? I can't. You listen. You thought I was gonna come in here and talk this game. You thought I was gonna come in here and talk Big Ben, this offense, Pat Fryer move. You know how much I love Penn State. You thought I was gonna do all of that. No, 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 player. <laughs> But no, I mean, I did want to lead off, though, with uh, the reports coming from Jerry Dulac, mm-hmm. um, where he basically was saying that now that we are about a week and a half away from the regular season started, a deal with T.J. Watt and the Pittsburgh Steelers should be getting finalized. That should be happening in the very near future. Correct. And um, obviously, we're all excited about that because that has been one of the not of it's not the most it hasn't dominated the headlines the most, but it's been a part of that top three, top five there, conversation sure. daily. So now that we're hearing these reports, I mean, I'm excited about it. But at the same time, I'm very frustrated because to me, part of it is saying to myself, we understand how deals get done. We always hear that that saying, that, hey, hour. man, the 11th hour is always at the end when the deal gets done. And we say that as if it justifies it. We say that as if it's supposed to make us feel better about it or make it, quote unquote, right but in a scenario where that 11th hour is ultimately causing a defensive player of the year candidate to miss over a month of practice mm-hmm. for something that we could have already did, had done three weeks ago because the numbers haven't changed, mm-hmm. that's the part that frustrates me. It's like, I mean, I'm happy about that, you know, things are looking good and that the signs are pointing towards this deal getting done within, you know, like I said, the next week and a half. But it's just so unfortunate. I'm like... I know what this opens up. 
in terms of his body, in terms of just him hitting the ground running. Sure. The different strains and stuff like that that you open yourself up to. Now, not saying that it will happen, but your chances of it definitely increase in terms of a slow start, in terms of soft tissue injuries. We've seen that already transpire here with Le'Veon Bell when he had a similar situation. So that, to me, is just the frustrating part. But I am excited, though, because getting him under contract, or at least the reports that that will be happening, yeah. that was huge. That's because we knew that, hey, man, this could get ugly, potentially, if it lingered on. So to hear that they at least are headed in the right direction and are both positive from both sides of it, man, I do like that. It is, yeah. It's it's exciting, and it's inquisitive at the same time. Head scratching. Oh, uh, you see what I did there. I like we use those words. Um, l- let's start at the top where you started there. Or I'll start at the top where you started there, I should say, because you already started at the top. You get <laughs> I love when we do this. Um, Jerry Dulac is one of those guys. We've said this about a few people, that when they report something, we believe it. Um, Jerry is well-connected within the Steelers organization. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll just leave it at that. Jerry is well-connected within the Steelers organization. And most of the time when Jerry Dulac reports something, um, he is getting it from a, a very viable, a very reliable source. So I, I I would I wanted to make sure to say that too. I but I I agree with everything you said. I I don't understand if if someone is telling Jerry, yeah, this is about to get done. It's gonna be done, you know, Saturday or Sunday or maybe mm-hmm. Friday night with the preseason game, whatever. Okay, you know, my mom used to tell me moats. My dad used to tell me when I was growing up, don't put off tomorrow. What you can do today. I think that's a parable in the Bible, no, honestly. No, it actually is. Don't yeah. put off till tomorrow mm-hmm. what you can do today. We've been talking about this for three, four weeks now. And I mean, even further back into the offseason, obviously. But we've been really keeping an eye on this for three, four weeks now. I'm with you, too. If if there's like an agreement in principle in place, and maybe there's just one or two more things that need ironed out, man... I'll I'll bring the iron, you bring the board, and let's get this thing done and and get this over the line. You've talked about this, Motsi. T.J. Watt is a guy who works this time of year and works hard. Works he hard. doesn't miss. He reps. doesn't miss practices. We he told doesn't you. Miss I mean, reps. even as a rookie, right? I tell you to this day why my respect for him is what it is because when he came in as a first round draft pick in a training camp where James Harrison wasn't participating, in a training camp where Bud Dupree wasn't participating, in a training camp where Anthony Ciccolo wasn't participating, literally the only guys participating, not even Keon Adams, who was a six-round pick that year. The only people participating in that practice were me, T.J. Watt, and Farrington Huguenin. <laughs> that was it. Three players taking 90-plus reps every single day, going to the game, playing 60-plus reps in a preseason game. And not once did T.J. Watt bat an eye. Not once did T.J. Watt say, hey, I'm a first-round draft pick. Why are you playing me this what, this much? Not once in the midst of him being dog-tired, sore, did he ever look to me or anybody else to even think about coming off that field. And that was just in practice. So when I think of that, I know his makeup. We know this is a guy that thrives on these situations where he's able to just hone in on his game, mm-hmm. where he's able to fine-tune and get that nuance. You heard his brother, J.J. Watt. We know his work ethic. That is very much the same in TJ as well. Those guys want to work. 
They are the crazy hard workers, the guys you got to say, hey, you're doing too much. That's more of their speed, not this where you're having to play this battle because you're trying to get the numbers worked out, Mm -hmm. but you know that's the only way to create any sort of leverage. I mean, it's so frustrating to see him in this position right here. I agree. Listen, we know, and you can attest to this, and you've talked about this, there's guys in the National Football League, particularly some veterans, who they don't they don't have the history of, of of that work or they don't put in that same work that TJ Watt has. And they're still able to they know their body, they know how to ramp it up, they know when they need to get going. That's fine. We all know everybody's different, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. bodies and what they need to do and everyone's process is different. But for me it is concerning that TJ Watt's process has always been involvement, 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 reps, reps, reps. To go from that to to light work at best is 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 what we saw from TJ down mm-hmm. at Heinz Field for those three and a half weeks of training camp. That concerns me, Motsi, because that seems there, like there's a stark difference there. It would be one thing yeah. if this was normal for TJ Watt. Correct. Like you were saying, if he had taken I'm, it light in preseason and in training camp before. Like, if this is James Harrison the last four years of his career, Ex- that's you're, a not, you're not surprised by this. From 2014, or, or excuse me, he wasn't in camp 2014, but 2015 – Till twenty what seventeen when he left at the end of that year, right? He Debo he wasn't a training camp practice guy. We knew that he was going to be kind of on that big Ben type regimen. But honestly, to an extent, he even had more of a leash because he kind of got that first week and a half to just run sprints on his own. Like that was his work ethic. That's how they got his body prepared. Now obviously he was older, but that was normal. That was the new norm. You weren't going to see him a lot. T.J. Watt, this is an outlier. An outlier. We have never, since TJ has been a part of the Pittsburgh Steelers, we have never seen him not practice for this long. Yep. Regardless of how much individual work you want to do, regardless of how much drill work you want to do on the sideline, it will never be the same. It's not the same. If you're not competing against NFL college. Because this us be real, right? When we really break down the drill work, we know what it is. We've seen it now. We can talk about it now, right? Because we're speaking of it from a retro that's right you know this is uh, you know this i love is, i'm a retro is, guy this is myself. retroactive right here you know we're, we're not in the present we're not in the moment right now but when we saw him working what would we see him do he would run gassers on the sideline light work he, he would do best. he would do some get offs yep. on air or he would do handwork on a bag that was held by one of the one of the trainers trainers yep newsflash one of the trainers holding the bag is not the starting right tackle of the Buffalo Bills. Correct. It's not the starting right tackle of the Baltimore Ravens. It's not Correct. the starting right tackle of the Cleveland Browns. And you, not the Packers you, either. You, you doing get-offs on air, it's not the same as you actually timing the snap and actually hearing the cadence, right? Yep. It's not the same. Nope. It's not the same. It, it absolutely isn't. You, you, you buzz dropping on air or you mock dropping on a trainer running a route, it's not the same as if you were really out there and it's one of these tight ends, one of these running backs that we know you happen to get matched up with. Nah, that's not the same. And then that doesn't even account for when you actually have to deal with the load bearing of now you're fully padded because remember we haven't seen him in the full pads just yet. Sure, sure. So full pads along with carrying the weight of another man. All of those things play into guys getting hurt, soft tissue injuries, especially early on. That's why I keep harping on that because your body hasn't had time to acclimate itself. Your body hasn't had time to fully get prepared for the pulling and pull, the pulling and, and, and things like that. Because when you're running one direction, I pull you a different direction, your body isn't designed to do that. Correct. But how often do we all sit here and say, on 90% of TJ Watch rushes, what do the O-linemen do to him? Hold him. Okay. 
they hold him, right? So essentially what I just broke down of if I'm running full speed this way and you pull me and stop my my direction, right? You're pulling against me. That's going to cause my muscles, my body to strain, to go to a sense that it isn't comfortable with. And because he hasn't had as much time to get his body used to those movements, now you talk about just throwing him in the fire week one in the NFL regular season yeah. game. That's night and day. I don't, I don't like that's it. That's night and day. Like, I don't – I, I think we're both on the same page on this. And I just feel like this. it could have been avoided. That's the big that, thing. I it, it could have been avoided. And <laughs> that's why I was almost surprised. Because, again, I, I think everyone gets what, what we're insinuating here and with the reports from Jerry Dulac in the sense of us telling you that he's a well-connected guy. Like it, 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 I don't understand what the, what the point waiting is, honestly. If Jerry's, if Jerry's being given that information – and, and, and it's credible enough that he's putting his own reputation on the line to report it. Like, it's got to be ironclad. It, mm-hmm. it has to be. And I, again, uh, it's a parable in the Bible, Motsi. Don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. I, I think there would be real value in getting this done now. Maybe TJ even gets to play, nothing crazy, but maybe a series or two on Friday And what is your final preseason game. I... I don't know. Like I, 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 I kind of said, if if TJ were not a guy that always had a what seems like meticulous process to get his body ramped up, to get himself ready for the regular season, you mentioned we've seen it from JJ too. We just know what those two are about, mm-hmm. and it's hard work. I mean, you you see it all the time. Those those two are just relentless in their training and how they prepare themselves in their bodies for what we all know is the rigors of a, a National Football League season, even more so now with that extra game added on. I, I, I don't get waiting either. I, it makes no sense to me. It would be one thing if, if we felt that they were still, okay, well, you know, the reason this isn't got, getting done is because they're still far apart on this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But again, if Jerry Dulac's reporting what he's reporting, that's not the case. Like they're, They have to be either at the finish line or like ready to cross that thing, you know, because if they were still that far apart, those reports wouldn't be coming out. It, it it's a head scratcher, Motsi, for sure. Because I I think if you're that close, let's get this thing done and move on. You know, we'll not have it lingering around for another week or so. That's my thing. Just we can't control what has already passed, right? We can't go back in time. Yeah, we can't go back in two, we three weeks go and get this thing done. Now. But what we can do is control going forward. Let's not let this thing continue to linger. Pretty please. Pretty please. I know we all want to play that game of who's going to win the deal, who's going to be first, who's going to blink in this like that. But we got bigger fish to fry. (laughs) We got way bigger fish to fry. Yes. And it's looking like we might legitimately have a chance. But by doing this, by allowing this to linger on, you're hurting those chances. You're hurting those chances. I agree. I I, I absolutely agree. Just, Just get it done. Pay this man his money. Pay that man. Pay the man his money. Oh, no. Now I need my... Well, see, we haven't been back in the studio for a while, Mo. I know. Even though it's funny, every time I think of TJ, that plays in my head. Like, on replay. Where? I know I have it here. Where Ooh, is it? Who is this producer? Who is this producer? Who is this guy? Ah, oh, wait. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. He beats me. Straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. 
It's that simple, ladies and gentlemen. Just pay that man his money. So that was our TJ Watt portion of today's show. We love you, TJ. Get your money, big fella. Get your money. They're going to like announce this at halftime. Of, hey. the, of the last preseason, I hope so. <laughs> the same way they did the Chase. Remember when Chase got the uh, the Joe Green Rookie of the Year yeah, Award? Yeah, yeah. Do it the same way. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we have an announcement for you. T.J. Watt has officially signed his contract. It is in, <laughs> it is in Carolina. <laughs> Halftime down there. Hey, man, Carolina. That's kind of like Pittsburgh South. Stadium, you know, we got love down there. It is. It absolutely is. And, and I used to live down there. You know, firsthand. Uh-huh. Like I've seen it. You have seen it. It's a ton of still friends. Oh, down there, there are man. there are a lot of Yenzers down Dude, there. Dude, I ran into. Them. They say they in literally the they area. buy season tickets solely for. If it's a preseason game like this, which they know they're going to get every year, That's which is why it's always packed. You're like, yo, y'all are nuts. But I is, love it. That is Shout crazy. Out. It's a cool area, too, like around is, the stadium man. and everything there. It's a good place to go watch a game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. But uh, we know the most beautiful place to watch a game is right here in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. at Hinesville. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the North Shore. Mm-hmm. And we got action. We had action. What was that? Four or five days ago. Yeah. Not, not even four or five days ago. The game was Saturday, so three about days three ago. days ago. Yeah, yeah, man. Where we saw our Pittsburgh Steelers defeat the Detroit Lions. Day 26 toi. to 20. And this game had so much to talk about. Man, positive, negative. But as a whole, man, I did like the overall look of the team. In terms of, number one, I liked how the offense looked starting out the game. Mm-hmm. I liked how the defense flew around early. I liked also how when that second and third unit came in, they saw some adversity, especially the defensive side of that ball. And ultimately, I like how they responded after the fact, right? Because we always say, we know in a preseason game, we're not as focused on wins and losses, but the competition, the manner in which these guys conduct themselves, their intensity level, I do care about that stuff. Yes. So when you talk about, you know, in that late in that, into the third, fourth quarter where you're seeing Detroit start to make their little bit of action, their little bit of comeback when we had, you know, started to go through our reserves a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was good to see those later guys that got in there that were competing for their NFL lives respond. Agreed. Find a way. Agreed. Even after your mistakes on special teams, you still find a way to get out of there. Man, I did like that. Yeah, I did too. I think that's something, honestly, that we've seen throughout the preseason through these three games. You know, it – Obviously hasn't been perfect. Mm. The preseason's never a Mona Lisa, oh, all never, right? It's, never. It's not the Sistine Chapel. It's not the 16th Chapel. It's not even the. It, it's, it's more. It's not even the 10th it's Chapel. It's more all Picasso. Right? It's more. You got to have a keen eye to make this picture look beautiful. <laughs> You're not getting Salvador Dali's nah, in the preseason, nah, nah. okay? Um, but I think that there has been, you know, as you can, if you as you kind of get in the snapshot of all three games. Even when they've been in some adverse situations, like you mentioned on Saturday night, you go back to the Eagles game, right? They were down 13 points to the Eagles in that game, yet still Not won just comfortably. That, but then gave up a big yeah. explosive score as well. I yeah. mean, all of that plays a factor. I, I, I think that there is just a real – what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't know. I think there's just a real focus, like within this team, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, you see it from the second unit and the third unit as well, too. Everyone is dialed in. Everyone is on the same page. They seem well coached. They seem very comfortable with what they are being asked to do out there, which I think is a big part of the battle in preseason, right? You're trying to get all those moving parts moving in the same direction. But, yeah, that that has been encouraging uh, to me, Motsi, is that – I mean, let's face it, it, it is it is still preseason, all right? And you have to grain of salt all this stuff. But they have been in some adverse situations throughout these first three games where they were able to pull them, not only pull out of themselves out of that situation, but in a lot of those instances, 
like do a complete 180 whereas they were in some adverse situations we blinked and like 15 minutes later they were in the driver's seat yeah very um, true that that to me is encouraging you we, we all know last season the 11 and 0 start and how high we are on we're on this team and, and everything kind of um going downhill from there as the season went along I think it's important to have that attitude of, you know what, it doesn't matter if we're up two touchdowns or if we're down two touchdowns. We can still win this game. We're still in this game. And I think you've seen that a lot this preseason. You've seen them put in different situations, um, and you've seen them respond well. And that, to me, is encouraging because it hasn't just been a first-team thing. It's been it's been from the top of the roster to the bottom. I like yeah. seeing that. No, absolutely, man. Me too. Definitely that. And I always find it funny whenever we talk about the preseason – if we're looking at other teams, it's heavy, heavy grain of salt. <laughs> when it's our team, we call it a Pittsburgh grain of salt. Ah, means that we hold it. Let's just, just a little bit more weight, just a little bit more yeah, weight. Of I mean, we, we we know this because as soon as that game ended, it was Super Bowl champs. Oh, plan the parade, Big, Big baby. Ben. MVP, regular season and Super Bowl, Najee's rookie, co-rookie of the year with Pat Fryermuth. I mean, this is this is how the conversation goes, man. This is how the conversation goes. Yeah. It's, it's, always, just, it's always a fun right. thing to, to, to come back and just refresh that. Like, can, we, can we get into this? Can I, can, I, can I give you my take then? Can I tell you yeah, this? Go for it. All right, I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to upset some people here, but whatever. Mozi, some of the Ben Roethlisberger reaction yep. in the last three days has yep. made me chuckle. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. And here's the part where I'm going to upset people. <laughs> oh man! This is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh huh. Okay, and I know Steeler Nation is much. Steeler Nation transcends Pittsburgh. I've said that here yes. on the show many times. Very true. Good majority of our listeners come from outside of the Western Pennsylvania market, and and all over the country, and even in, in different countries than the United States. This is true. But Motsi, I don't care if you are a Pittsburgher or if you're a part of Steeler Nation and you've never even been to the Steel City in person. I thought, I still think, Steelers fans are educated football fans. We care. We know about the games, right? This is a football town. It's a football fan base. I was shocked at some of the reaction from two drives in a preseason game against the Detroit Lions in August. So many people dunking on Mike Tannenbaum, dunking on Mina Kimes. Why? Uh, if I if I see somebody tweet vintage Ben, vintage Ben, one more time, I'm gonna chuck my phone out the window. Newsflash, everyone, Mozi, gather up here. See, nope. huddle, huddle nope. time. Hu- time uh-uh. for a, time for a secret for everybody. Nope. All right, there's no such thing as vintage Ben in August. <laughs> like that that to me, you can be excited. Mm. I'm excited about the two touchdown passes to Pat Fryermuth. You kidding me? Let's talk about how the Steelers could go from being one of the worst teams in the red zone over the last two years to one of the best, and that could be because of Pat Fryermuth. And let's talk about the creativity that we saw from Najee Harris. But I don't want to hear, see, see, national media, see, we told you you were wrong about Ben Roethlisberger because he threw two touchdown passes in August. Folks, 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 did we not do this last year? Did we not 7 and 0, 8 and 0, 9 and 0, 10 and 0, Cleveland what? Baltimore who? And it all fell apart. Why are you so quick to try and dunk on everybody again? <laughs> Give it time. Let it breathe. Nope. Be excited by what you saw about from Ben on Saturday, but don't plan the parade and try an alley-oop slam dunk on every doubter's head because of what he did in August. Wait till December. Wait till January. We're the Pittsburgh friggin' Steelers for crying out loud. Have some pride. 
I don't second that emotion at all. Y'all keep dunking on all them people that was hating on us. Come on, man. You got to let them know from the start. Every single rep matters. The preseason matters. All right? Those two series, they mattered. All right? Who cares if we knew that Ben could make throws like this in August and September? We didn't even miss that in August and September of last year. No, no, no. It was November and December. But who cares? All right? Who cares? Y'all keep dunking on him. All right? Keep dunking on him. Don't let my man Wes spoil all the fun. Uh-uh. At them all. At Mina Kimes. At Mike, Mike Tannenbaum. Tannenbaum. At ESPN First Take. At <laughs> Get Up. At, Colin Cowherd. At, at Skip and, and Shannon. At all of them. Just at them all. Yeah. At them all. Matter of fact, give, give McAfee a shot, too. Just because he bring Aaron Rodgers on the show every week. All right? Give him a shot, too. I get it. <laughs> I just, and again, maybe it is because I've got PTSD from last year. Because Moats and I, like everybody, at 7-0, at 8-0, we were having a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. 9-0, 10-0, 11-0, we were dunking on everybody. But folks, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, okay? I don't live for nice drives in August. I don't live for starting the season 10-0. I live for Lombardi's. I live for winning playoff games. That's something that this team hasn't done in too long. Let's just pump the brakes. Again, but see, I'm you ex- caught it right there, though, right? I'm excited about what we saw, but I can be excited without thumping my chest and acting like we're, we're penciled into the AFC championship game. So this is the thing, though. You just said it right here, man. You said the standard here, Lombardi's. Lombardi's. Playoff wins, right? But as you've also said, we haven't had that since 2016. I don't want to be that guy, but I just feel like still a nation, man. They 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 searching for anything they can get that's positive right now. That's true. And, but and especially, wouldn't you call that seeking comfort? Absolutely, I would. Which, <laughs> it, but how many times have I come up here and talked about fans doing yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do absolutely. it all the time, right? Absolutely. This is that. This is definitely that. But that is the reason why they get so hyped because you got to think, right? There are two the two things that Pittsburgh could always well, excuse me, three things that Pittsburgh could always stand on was what? We got the most Lombardi trophies, we're always in playoff contention or competing for Super Bowls, right. and typically our quarterback always looks top 5, right? From the end of the season last year, we couldn't say we were competing for Lombardis. From the end of the season last year, we couldn't say that hey man, we were winning playoff games, and at the end of the season last year, we definitely couldn't say that Ben was top 5. So people, man, they, they, they've been feeling some type of way, you know, because this was one of those real off seasons where we did get some slander, but there was no legit rebuttal that you could have. Everything was legitimate. Now, we've passed the buck from seven to the O-line, and that's currently what it is right now. Mm-hmm. But this is, I mean, it is what it is. Like, this isn't new, but... That's why I feel like they're acting like that. Oh right no, you're, you're you're absolutely right. You I are. mean, like you said, don't let it happen week one. Like we, like you said, people forget that eleven and zero was eleven and zero. That was all well and good, but the eleven and zero wasn't the issue. It was after eleven and zero was the issue. Oh, twelve and four. So if you started eleven and zero, we could do math here. Eleven and zero, and you're in twelve and four. And it's one and five. Or oh, one and four in your last five. One and four in your last five. But we don't even count the regular season. I mean, the pro season game, right? So. You do the math on that. That's not good ball. It's not at all. So no one cares about what they're doing in August. 
we got to see them be able to sustain. We got to see them be able to hit this and keep this thing rolling late that's, in the year. That's, that's how we're going to gauge this team. That's how exactly. we're going to decide if this team that's, is legitimate or not. You, you that's just said it much more calmly and, and articulately than I did. Well, I, you know, it's teamwork, baby. I listened first to you because I know you were very passionate about it, and I love seeing you get passionate. I love that. And then from there, man, I just come in and just reiterate it, but in a more softer, friendlier tone. You're I, like the parent. I'm like the uncle. I just feel like we're yeah. doing this. I just feel like we're doing the same thing we did last year. We absolutely know? are. And 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 again, we Moats and I like. And I don't want to speak. I was guilty of it last year. I was we, for the first two months of the season, we were dunking hey, on man, everybody. I'm with it. We were dunking on everybody. We were having a great time, but it crashed and it burned. And that's what like. Listen, we're sports fans to enjoy the ride. Okay, so uh, if the Steelers go out up to Buffalo Week One and they beat the Bills, like I don't want to make it seem like I'm sitting here like the curmudgeonly old man who's like, yeah, well, I don't care unless they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I don't care unless they win some playoff games. There's a line there of excitement versus realistic expectations, right? And like I said, I was very excited. You see the connections with Pat Fryermuth. Like I said, I want to talk a little bit with Motsi about what that can mean for the Steelers in the red zone. There's things to get excited about there. But you can do that without acting like Ben Roethlisberger just won the MVP and the Steelers are the number one seed in the AFC because he threw two touchdown passes in August against the Detroit Lions. Don't let West Ray on y'all parade, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all live it up. Y'all tweet them all. I'm going to retweet you now that I think about it from the Steelers account too. That's how we're going to do this thing. But when we get back, man, we're definitely going to dive into this game some more and some of these performances. Matter of fact, from rookie tight end Pat Frymer. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. So Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio.